The Productive Woman, Episode 146. And welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. I am so glad you've joined me today. In this episode, I have been looking forward to sharing with you my conversation with sales professional and single mom, Shelly Clayton. You'll find more information about Shelly, along with links to resources she recommends and ways you can connect with her online, all in the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 146. And now let's get right into my conversation with Shelly. I am so pleased to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Shelly Clayton. Shelly is a sales professional in the healthcare industry, an avid mountain biker and runner, and a single mom to eight-year-old twins. You know, she's basically just a busy woman like the rest of us, and I've really been looking forward to talking with her about how she manages her busy life and the demands on her time. So welcome, Shelly. Thank you, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. Well, I am, I'm so glad that we've been able to put this together. Our schedules have been a challenge, uh, to coordinate the time, but you're, you're a rare kind of guest in a sense because you didn't pitch me to be a guest on the show. You just wrote to me as a listener a, a few months ago. Yes, I I just, uh, you had shared some feedback, and I really had to admire how you were willing to share some feedback that um, was maybe not the most positive um, in regards to the direction of your show. And I happened to disagree with that feedback and just wanted to voice um, that to you, knowing that I really did like the way that your show has evolved and the direction it's going and the benefit that I've derived tremendously from it. Yeah. Well, I really appreciated the feedback. And as we, um, you know, I, and I have no problem um, sharing, I I, want to give props, I guess, to anybody who takes the time to give me feedback about the show, because I learned something from everybody's opinion. And I, you know, I take it all in and I try to make the show as, as good as I can. But I appreciated your response and your sort of coming to coming to my defense or giving me a little um, positive re- reinforcement. But as we traded emails, uh, I just, and you shared a little bit about your life, I thought, you know, you would be such a great guest to come and talk about, uh, you know, a person who's building a life that matters in your circumstances. So I, I'm really, I really appreciate you as not somebody who's, you know, going out there trying to build a platform for yourself, being willing to come on and share a little bit about who you are and what you do. So thank you for that as we get started. Oh, and, and thank you. I think, you know, a lot of what we do just in general as moms and working professionals is behind the scenes. So, you know, that those are kind of the stories that, um, seem to not be brought to light as much as they, they they should. I mean, we all do amazing things behind the scenes that go and recognize. So it's good to kind of bring that, tease that out every now and then. 
Absolutely. So obviously, this is a show about productivity for busy women. And what I love about the guests that come on the show, women like you, is that you share a little bit about how you do it and the tips, the things that work for you and and maybe the things that don't work for you. And, And that gives ideas to all the rest of us for things that maybe we can try to manage our time and and all that. And so as we talk about those things, before we get into sort of how you do it, I thought it would be um, helpful to know a little bit about who you are and what you do. I gave just a brief introduction, but um, tell us a little more about that. Well, uh, and and yes, I, I, I enjoy tremendously my my career as a sales professional in the healthcare industry. I do outside sales, uh, so I don't really have an office other than my home office to go to. So I, I really, I think that's something I have in common with a lot of your listeners in the sense of you know working out of the home or remotely, and um, and then just get to um, you know kind of again behind the scenes see a lot of what goes on in the medical offices and and really try to find solutions and and be of service. Um, so I, I really enjoy that aspect of, of my career. Um, and then, of course, being of service with my eight-year-old uh, twins. They're I have boy-girl twins, and they are very spirited, I think, was what I had described them as, which is a nice way of saying strong-willed. Um, they, uh, they, they just, to me, it's it's a it's a facet of who I am being a mother, um, just like having a career, and so it's it's one of those things that uh, you know to just to kind of give meaning and purpose with life. It's for sure being their mom is, has has done so, and you know, and then I say that with a, a huge uh, block of salt, <laughs> as I like to say, <laughs> because you know it is very difficult parenting and single parenting, and you know it's it's a lot of times you know, a, a lot of loneliness and isolation in that it's all on you to, to really try to find, you know, the, the right way of, of, um, of, of parenting and, and, you know, helping with their growth and development. So. Yeah. Well, and twins, that's, uh, you know, obviously double the, double the fun <laughs> so <laughs> and double the laundry, I would imagine. So, yeah. so as, so as we, to, to give a little more context for the kinds of things you do to stay productive, could you tell us maybe what a typical day might be like for you, if there is such a thing as a typical day? Yes, yes. I, I, and I, I know that your past guests have mentioned about that, that the typical day isn't always so typical. And I, I find that resonates with me as well. Um, I kind of, I, I joke that I'm a shift worker too, because I, I sort of have three shifts in the day. There's like the morning routine, you know, the actual work routine itself when I go to, to, you know, to my job and then the evening routine. So, you know, the first shift, I'm an early morning person. And, and thankfully that has, I've always found that that has has helped me tremendously to wake up early, um, just to kind of get the day started on a on on a good note and tone. And um, so usually I, I try to, as you mentioned, I, I'm a I'm a runner and a mountain biker. These days it's been more running. Um, mountain biking does tend to take up a little bit more time, so that's usually more relegated to the weekends or maybe an evening that I have free. Um, and then being in Arizona too, sometimes it's seasonal and that we're a little bit uh, warmer here, of course, during the summertime. 
So I'll try to get in that run I'm while the kids are still sleeping. And um, then I'll come in, back and try to clean up. Um, it's funny because I've just taken to cold showers like I would have never thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's definitely a way to both cool down and, you know, get cleaned up um, and then get the kids ready and, and breakfast. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, it's out the door. It, it varies sometimes. They During school, they can walk to school. We literally live a block from their elementary school. So that's nice that they can walk to school. Um, or otherwise I, I take them to the, the YMCA does their before and after school care as well. And then it's, yeah, it's out to work and, um, you know, transitioning. I think that's another thing that has seeming to come up quite a bit. And so a lot of my day is transitioning, um, you know, to those different roles and different physical, um, you know, areas as well. And, um, and then it's, Picking, you know, going out to, with customers all day and then to the late afternoon, evening, I'll, I'll pick them up from the YMCA. And then um, I, I'm, a, I'm someone who believes in healthy eating as well. And so I always like to cook for them too as well. And I've, you know, I've over the years learned a few little kind of ways to make some quick meals and do some things ahead of time to where I can just heat a lot of stuff up. So... Um, so it's not as involved. And then it's um, baths and reading um, for them and for me. So it, it's kind of a win-win in the evenings. They have to do a 30 minutes of reading and then I get 30 minutes to read as well. So it um, helps in that sense. And then bedtime, I'm very protective of bedtimes, their bedtimes and mine. So their they're kind of curfew per se is eight o'clock. And then um, me, I have to have everything shut down fully by nine and 9.30 is usually the latest that I'll hit the pillow. So so you, you fit a lot into those days, though, don't you? <laughs> Definitely. So I, you know, kind of the running joke I have with some of my friends is, is upon wake up in the morning, even though I feel energized, there's also a little part of me that grieves <laughs> in the sense <laughs> of knowing what lies ahead and um, just kind of trying to be, you know, kind of dealing with the stages of grief, denial, and then finally... <laughs> <laughs> acceptance and okay, get up, <laughs> get those shoes, yeah. running shoes on and out the door. So, so yeah, just trying to find the humor, I guess. And I, I find that that's what resoundingly throughout the day has carried me through is, is to having a sense of humor and, um, you know, to kind of keep things moving along. Yeah, yeah, boy, that's, that's for sure. It's some days you either laugh or you cry, because there's so much to pack into the day. And, and I love that description of those, those moments where you go through the stages of grief when you, before your eyes open, and you're lying there thinking, okay, my, my motto is sort of, I don't have to like it, I just have to do it. And, you know, and here we go. That's, that's so, so you you know, every person's life is a little different and, and presents different challenges as far as staying productive and getting the things done that really matter to them. Um, you know, for a lot of women, saying no is a challenge. For some people, they're great with managing their calendars, but have a harder time managing their physical space and their belongings. Um, what would you say are your biggest challenges when it comes to managing your life and the various roles that you fill? By default, I tend to be one of those who maybe focuses more on 
on, on what didn't go well versus what went well. I'm, I'm trying my best to, to try to shift that focus as I am with my kids, trying to see the things and catch them doing things well and, you know, positively. Um, likewise for myself, apply that same principle of looking for the positive things I did. But, um, but yeah, and inevitably it's sort of the things that didn't go quite well or the challenges or difficulties. I would, I would say my biggest challenges are, are transitioning. It's, you know, kind of, um, if, uh, for instance, I, I'm at, in the process of remodeling my home. So um, it's astounding how many sort of surprises and, and, and things that crop up and that weren't anticipated. And so the difficulty is like transitioning just even out the door physically sometimes um, or even, um, you know, just uh, mentally too. So it's it's the transitioning both mentally and physically um, seems to, to be a challenge for me. And so what I've I've done to to help with that is to again focus on some of the positive things that have worked well and reflected on the positive things that have worked well and try to replicate those or try to um you know kind of anticipate something in advance and then how I what's my plan how am I going to if this if this happens then what am I going to do um you know in terms of helping to to you know negate maybe some of the the damages, I guess, for lack of a better word. So, so that, that's where I would say, and then consistency is another area that I struggle with. Um, it's, uh, I, I admire, and I think you have family that are, um, in our armed forces. And so, so I, there's a lot that I admire about the military and the, and the sense of, of consistency and routine and discipline and, um, you know those attributes I admire highly in others, and and uh, I try to incorporate those. Um, but you know I find the consistency part on that um, difficult. There is certainly something to be said for those routines and those um, you know expectations, standard expectations in the in the military life. That uh, although I, I wouldn't say any of us would want to set up our home like a military base, nevertheless. Um, we can learn from some of those things and put put those tools into place. As I mentioned, the humor. So uh, one of my good friends who also has boy-girl twins, her husband um, is a former drill sergeant, Marine. And I've often joked to her how he needs to set up a boot camp for children. <laughs> And, you know, and then my, and I'll be the first one to sign my kids up. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely true. It's, it's, there's a, there's, yeah, there's definitely a, a fine line on, in some context on those. So, yeah. Well, having a sense of humor can make a huge difference, can't it? Um, especially in a situation like yours, we talked a little bit before, uh, re- we started recording about, um, some of the challenges of, being a single mom, um, what are the, what, are there any systems or routines that you've put into place to manage the fact that it, it really is just you on a day-to-day basis, um, responsible, not just for yourself, but for, for your children as well? Yes, I, um, and I, and I do have to admit too, I, I have, I've been single for a long time. Um, the, the kids are eight years now um, old, I, I got divorced when they were just a little over a year old. So, um, you know, so it's been one of those where I, I found that, and I, and 
with them, I definitely hold to a routine. I found that that was the way to get everybody sleep in the household was for them to have a routine and things consistent day in, day out. So, um, so yeah, that consistency and transitioning is, you know, it, with them is definitely a little bit more worked upon. I think I just kind of suffer a little bit in, in terms of um, keeping it with myself in order um, to some extent. But what I have found is for them, I've, I've devised creative ways to get them motivated around their chores in the morning. And so they both are, are um, they like Minecraft. And I came across a mind chores chart. And just because I had found that in the mornings, I was constantly having to remind them on just the littlest things of, you know, just making the bed and, you know, those those day in day out routines. And it just was getting to be like a broken record, as they say. So that um, I went ahead and took the time to to print those up and put them together. And it has worked amazingly well at streamlining the mood that that morning, that first shift routine, because they are motivated, they're excited to get their chores done um, and get them done properly. And and I kind of eases up on me so I can get, you know, the, the rest of the things that we need to do to get out the door in the morning taken care of and not get so flustered. Um, so that's something just um, the, the chore chart in itself for them has worked and that, you know, therefore it helps with my um, planning and productivity routine. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan now of Google and a lot of Google's applications, their calendar, Google Keep, Google Drive, Google Sheets. Um, they've really, uh, for obvious reasons, um, you know, done a lot of those applications to kind of help with, um, you know, keeping some structure and organization. And it helps, especially with the transitioning, because I'm not, I, I'm still, I used to be a big paper person and now I've, you know, fully transitioned more so to digital because I just find that it's it's easier to take with me on the go and have that information readily available and there's notifications and sort of almost like a, you know, personal assistant per se that to, can keep me on track on what needs to get done and, and where I need to be at what time, so. Yeah. Yes. And, and so uh, we'll, we'll be sure to share some links for some of those things in the show notes for this episode. Do you I, I love the, uh, the idea of the chore chart you were talking about? Do you do you have a, a link or something that we could share where you found that? Oh, definitely. And I, I apologize, yeah. I will get that I've got that um, bookmarked. And so I'll, I'll definitely share that. And um, because it, it was one of those, it did take a little bit of time. And that was probably the big obstacle was getting myself to realize that, hey, it's it's worth, you know, the hour or two it took to put together um, because then on the, you know, on the front end and then on the back end, that'll save me over, you know, the year, you know, umpteen yeah, minutes, an hour or so. A lot of the times too, I think, um, and I enjoy that your guests share the technology that they use or, or, you know, things on how they keep on task and planning. A lot of times too that I struggle with is the how and how to use those. And so, what I've found is with the Google Keep, for, for example, I, I pin two things. I pin a master list and I pin my for today list. And so that bubbles it to the top. And so each morning I will take a look and then each evening as well. So like a twice a day sort of debrief um, to plan ahead for what needs to be done. And I'll shift, move things back and forth from those two lists so that that for today keeps me focused on, you know, in the immediate and then the master to-do list um, helps in terms of just things that come up throughout my day that I want to capture. 
I throw on that list and then I can organize that and, and, you know, decide upon that at a later time when, when I'm able to. Yeah. Well, that's a great idea. I mean, that's, you know, that's an ongoing um, challenge that we all need to deal with because all of us are juggling lots of different things and just finding a system that works for you to, um, to keep track of all those things. And, and the, the value, I think you've demonstrated the value of that review a couple times a day of all those things and kind of taking a look what's out there, what needs attention now, you know, that sort of thing. The other thing that I found um, liberating and, and I don't know if it had, had been come up before, but um, the art of tidying up, it's a, it's a book by Marie Kondo and, Condoing her name's now a verb, right? You know, you've hit it big time when your name becomes a verb. And I found um, from that, that gave me a lot about the how, how to keep things organized, how to tidy up, how to have some, you know, clarity and discernment around what was needed and what's not. Um, so, so that I've used to, to take on a more minimalist lifestyle. And I found that that was very helpful in you know, and just, again, just getting the, you know, the day in day out routines, less of a hiccup or obstacle that I'll have to overcome, you know, take one thing off my plate on in, in those regards. So uh, you've mentioned a number of tools and resources that you like, and, and um, you're obviously you have a plan in place, you're, you're, you know, to, to manage all these things. So let me ask you the question I ask every guest, even though you've got plans and you've got the systems and the tools, uh, to do the things you need to do as a, as a professional woman, as a mom, as a, just as a woman, even with all that in place, do you ever have a day when it just all gets away from you or you get completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track on those days? Yes, uh, uh, definitely, of course, just like everybody else. And, and maybe it's kind of going back to that grieving analogy again, and that I, you know, the day starts off great. I, I found that I'm, there's, there's, there's days, times throughout the day where I'm more productive, and where productivity becomes, you know, more readily. And then other times that maybe I'm more creative, and, you know, and trying to, to plan my day around, um, around those times and meetings and interactions and such. Um, but usually I notice by the, the afternoon or, ev you know, early evening, I think just, um, I just get tired. I think it just, you know, just, you know, just go, go, go throughout the day isn't, um, isn't sustainable. And so, um, so what I'll do is, um, and I kind of come across some really kind of quick, sort of things that have, have been a positive way to reduce that stress or reduce that sort of quote um, derailment is um, is a breathing exercise. It's called 478. And I'll do that just to help sort of give at least a little bit of a reset, something that, you know, am I breathing properly? Am I breathing shallow? shallow? That 478, you just take a deep breath for four seconds, you hold it for seven seconds, and then you exhale for eight seconds. And, um, and it's amazing. It, it really is effective. I've used that even just through driving. I drive quite a bit with work. And so obviously, as you know, sometimes 
Um, never me, of course, other drivers. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Are just not together. (laughs) So that helps to, to kind of deal with, you know, being a little, an instant calorie free stress reducer, you know, as I like to say. Um, the other thing too, and I know some of your um, previous guests have mentioned about meditation and, you know, for the longest time, I just couldn't get it. I, I was like, I don't, I don't understand. I just can't sit here. I'm just not somebody who's, who can just unplug and do nothing and listen to nothing and, you know, and all those thoughts that come up. And I know that, you know, the big focus on meditation is it's a practice. It's a continuation. Um, but one of the, the, the meditations that I finally came across and, and really took to and found that it worked for me was, was, a guided meditation um, series of podcasts that are available at meditationoasis.com. And Mary is the, uh, is the individual um, that leads those. And, and it is just amazing how well those have worked for me because you can customize it according to what's going on that day. So, you know, if, if there's, you know, some, um, you know, some, some tiredness and, um, you know, something, just some more energy. There's a meditation, guided meditation for that. And, you know, if there's others where it's maybe just to, to try to, you know, give myself more grace and others as well, there's meditations, you know, centered around those themes and they vary in length. So you can do like a quick, even study break one she has for eight minutes to, you know, on up to 24 minutes. And I've just found those to be extremely helpful at, at recentering and and kind of helping to weather the remainder of the day. Yeah, that's that's great. I hadn't heard of that one before. I'll definitely check that out. And of course, we'll put the link in the show notes so folks can look that up. And it sounds wonderful. Shelley, what what's on the horizon for you? You've got a lot of things going on. Any any uh, any plans in the near future for anything fun? You, a vacation with your kids or just continuing on the way you're going? Well, I think, um, you know, that of course, the saying holds true. The only thing that's constant is change. And um, I will have to say, one of the things I, I really, a piece of advice that I received early on when I was going through my divorce, and, um, you know, just it, it was a tremendous amount of adversity to overcome in front of me, I had a good friend say, you know, visualize where you want to be in five years, what you want to have, you know, achieved or happen or how you want your life to be, write those goals down and, you know, and then just work towards them. And so I had done just that. I took an index card and wrote, you know, my goals down. And, um, and I, and I know some people look like to look at, you know, have a routine of where they look at their goals on a daily basis and have sort of a reflection on that. And it just had gotten, you know, kind of shuttled to the back in one of my folders. And um, like I said, I've, I've transitioned now from paper. So my days of, of paper and excess paper. Um, and then I happened to, ironically, when I was moving, come across literally five years later, that card. And it was astounding on how all of those had come true. And it was just one of those moments where I just had to take it all in and um, really appreciate that exercise. So, so that's what I've wow. continued to do is to, yeah, is to, I have my index card. I write down, you know, where it is I want to be and 
like I said, I don't really revisit it on a continual basis, but um, I think just to kind of get it out there. And so what I've put for myself is, um, is, is looking to retire early, but not retire in the sense of not doing anything. I, afterwards, I just, um, you know, from my current career, I would like to help um, to work at a nonprofit um, or even, you know, create a nonprofit that helps single parents in particular and yeah. gives a lot of um, support and advocacy for them. Um, just because, you know, just my experience has taught me that, unfortunately, that, that that's, um, it's, you know, that that's lacking in some areas, um, to, say, <laughs> to say the least. Um, the other aspect, too, is um, just uh, investing, you know, along with that is then investing in, in, in real estate. I, I know that your background in laws in real estate and um, I think having done a full-scale remodel of my house and just have really take kind of caught the bug of of investing with real estate and um, you know what that is I'm still in the early research stages and learning a little bit more about that but I know yeah. eventually it's something I would like to to tap into to help achieve that you know ability to retire early and, and pursue you know those meaningful causes purpose. So how fun. Well, it's, I mean, it's great that you, you know, have a, a vision in mind of what you want that to look like and steps that you can take to get there. Um, you, unlike some of my guests, you're not, you know, you're not a professional coach. You're not, uh, you know, you're not selling something other than, you know, your, your things that you do for your business. But do you, um, are you online? Is there a place where people can connect with you online if they want to say hi and thank you for being here? Of course, yes. Um, I'm I'm on LinkedIn, so I, okay. um, yeah, I, they can find me at LinkedIn, and um, I'll send a, a a link for that um, for that link to get um, into. So feel free to you know reach reach out to me if there's um, you know okay. I, I try to to help others again. I I find that that's rewarding in itself to be of service to others. Um, you know, I will also say too, and and I know I hadn't brought it up previously, but um, I I did find um, a wonderful partner, boyfriend slash domestic partner that has tremendously enriched my life. And so after, mm -hmm. you know, many, many years of being alone, um, we're just now, you know, a little, little over a year and a half. And he, um, he has, has just um, really helped instrumentally. And, and it just, it's amazing the inside of, of finding a relationship and, and finding a partnership even more so mm -hmm. that works. Um, so I guess, and the reason I bring that up, um, and it, it does have to do with LinkedIn in a way is because I had undergone a, a change of, um, of a crew change and, and company, a change in company, my company had downsized and was laying off. And so, you know, doing a lot of interviewing and, and, you know, after having been out of the, out of the market on a while, it was interesting in that um, once I did land with a with a wonderful company in a new um, you know area of focus, I couldn't help but notice how a lot of what I learned from that process carried over into the dating process. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, so I, I would encourage um, you know those that are dating because I know that that's another thing that probably doesn't you know kind of get to light as much, and that can be another source of productivity or unproductivity if you you know, have handle which way, but I did 
find a lot of carryover, um, you know, with that. And so I think that's been a very insight overall is certain things that, you know, hey, if it's working well in this realm, could that be applicable in another realm? Um, you know, mm. i.e. parenting or work or, you know, even remodeling and all that sort of stuff. So I do find that there's a lot of crossover that has, you know, uh, that I could benefit from. So. Well, Shelly, this has been great. And before we uh, wrap up, I, I just want to ask if you have any last words for the listener who might be looking for some help in getting things done, maybe some help or encouragement ideas uh, in getting things done and, and making a life that matters. Any thoughts for that listener? Yes. I, and I think just like, like many of your guests mentioned, and, you know, is just extending grace and, and realizing that you are enough and that you are, you're going above and beyond, um, you know, what the average person <laughs> yeah. is doing. I know we, we try not to, to compare and everyone has different lives and, and things that work for them. But, um, but that extension of grace is something that helps. And then um, advocating, advocating mm -hmm. for yourself. I have found that, you know, the times over the years that I have really stood up and advocated for myself and what I believe in and for my children, you know, it, it has served me very well. And it's maybe those times that I haven't, um, that I've acquiesced or, um, you know, um, you know, haven't really, you know, pursued, um, you know, my, you know, ambitions and, and um, goals that that's, you know, the times that I've found, you know, struggle and difficult has set it difficulty has set in. And um, yeah, so, you know, and then in terms of support too, just trying to, um, you know, find avenues and ways of support and, and being creative around that too. I, you know, I found that sometimes, um, again, you know, areas that, you know, things that have worked well, in some areas of life can that cross over to those other areas that maybe you're struggling with and, you know, can find creative solutions on that. That is great advice, Shelley. I really, um, uh, it's something uh, timely for me as well. So I appreciate you sharing those thoughts. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today for the benefit of not just me, but for the other productive woman listeners. So thank you very much for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate Shelley for taking the time to share her thoughts on how she manages her busy life and for her great suggestions and encouraging words for the rest of us. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Shelley? Any thoughts that uh, the conversation she and I had sparked in your mind? We would love to hear from you. Uh, you can share your questions or, or comments in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which again is at theproductivewoman.com slash 146. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page, or even better in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. That's a place where great conversations go on, uh, lots of input from the different members of the community, and I'd, I'd be happy to hear from you there. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy any episode, 
Uh, I would love it if you'd help me spread the word a little bit. You can help me by doing a couple things. You can tell a friend. If you've got friends who you think would enjoy the podcast, tell them about it. Show them how to subscribe. Share an episode, this one or any other, on your social media channels, on your Facebook profile or in your Twitter feed. You can do that simply by going to the episode. In this case, it would be theproductivewoman.com slash one, four, six. And then, um, you, there are buttons there that you can click on that will very quickly let you share it on your social media channels. If you haven't left a review of the show in iTunes or in Stitcher, I would appreciate it if you'd consider doing that as well. I, I really, uh, the feedback is valuable to me to see where I'm on track, what I could do better. You can always email those, those comments to me, but if you want to share it a little more publicly, your thoughts on the show, uh, feel free to do that in iTunes. Uh, you can go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes and it'll take you right to where you can subscribe if you don't already or leave a, a review and a rating. I'd like to say a special thank you to Schmether, Schmether F from the United States who recently left a, uh, a very kind review of the podcast that she titled, I, I'm assuming it's a she, but uh, titled Amen, Finally a Productivity Podcast for the Rest of Us. And um, the, the review says, I listen to a lot of productivity podcasts and most are good, but hosted by self-employed men without families. Laura offers ideas and solutions that work for people whose lives are often shaped by other factors, including kids, bosses, and an office job. She's refreshingly honest and unpretentious. I think of her as someone who is further along in life's journey and can offer me great wisdom. So thank you, Schmether F. Um, from the United States. I really appreciate those kind words, and uh, uh, thanks for sharing them. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with Shelley. I hope you found something in it that is helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Noodle.